What's up, guys? Welcome once again to the Save Continue Podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. With me is Tom Shelby. Hello. Shanae Howard. Hi. Every week we get together and we talk about video games and just fuck around on camera. Tom. Yes, sir. What's up? Uh, Steam Summer Sale is what's up. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So, it's been 10 years since the release of Portal. Mm-hmm. So, and they had them on the cheap, so I decided to get uh, Portal and Portal 2. Mm-hmm. Played through Portal last night. It's pretty short, obviously. Obviously. About a third of the way through Portal 2. And then for the first time, I'll be playing Portal Mel afterwards. What is Portal Mel? Mel is a very popular, probably one of the most popular mods um, for Portal 2. It is a story-driven mod with a lot of original assets. It takes place between Portal 1 and 2. It's supposed to be real high quality stuff, but it's supposed to be ridiculously hard. Mm. But you're looking forward to that, aren't you? I think I'll be up to snuff by that time. Yeah, cool. A lot of and you uh, bought a lot of Serious Sam as well. Yeah, I bought a lot, a lot of Serious Sam, but haven't got into it yet. I mean, I've played a lot of it back in the day, but sure. Yeah. So uh, first, second encounter. Yeah. First, second encounter HD. Some other shit. Some yeah DLCs and stuff like that. Yeah, right on. But yeah, that that summer sale, man. I think mm-hmm. by the end of the week, I will probably end up have bought, <laughs> buying like fifty something games, you know. And and spent like fifteen dollars. No, I mean, I, I I imagine I'll spend probably close to a hundred dollars in total. But but you'll get like a thousand games out of that for for that many games, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm down. I mean, you can't beat a bargain. Yeah. Right. What's up, Shanae? So I've also been buying games. Uh, one of them though that I that I bought is Persona Five. Oh yeah, baby. nice. But Uh-oh. I have some bad news that I haven't played it yet. Okay. Because Uh-oh. that is my reward for when we unpack our apartment since we're moving in. Since me and tomorrow. Bernard, all right. Well, tomorrow for us now. When this airs, it'll be this past Monday. We moved into our apartment. Future. Future. Mm. So you'll play um, it tomorrow. So, oh, no. By the time you're hearing this, she if will you're not have, on Twitch. She will have played it. <laughs> yes, I'll play some of it. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, with this, the Steam summer sale, I have like a lot, I added a lot of things to my wish list, kind of like decide if I want to buy it later. Uh-huh. But, um, I did buy Dishonored, the first one. Cool. Um, it's a good game. Yeah. I could not get into Dishonored. Uh, Birdo played it all through and like he got really into it and then I tried playing it for a while, but I never finished it. But it's like, it's less than $5. I think it's like three, $3.29 or something. It's a good price for that game. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I'll buy that. And then I also bought um, Batman Arkham Asylum to replay. Cool. I, oh, shit. I, it's it's uh, only $5. You should pick that up, Tom. No, but you reminded me, this is before the summer sale, I bought Arkham City, because I'd never played Arkham City. The only game I've played is Arkham Asylum. Arkham City is a fun-ass Pilot Wings game, man. Yeah. I love Pilot Wings. Mm-hmm. There's no new Pilot Wings. Right. It's this good, is scratching that itch. The good substitute. Doing those AR missions. Uh-huh. It's like you're playing Pilot Wings. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's great. Uh, the Doif is back and he says, hey, Vsauce Michael here. <laughs> hey, Doif. Hi, Doif. What up? Hello. Uh, um, I'm sorry, Shanae. Go ahead. I didn't mean to yeah, interrupt. Yeah. So I, I also, uh, I put, um, I bought Oni and, uh, why am I blanking on the full name? And the Blind. Ori. And oh, the Ori. Why, they, why is it Oni? Oh, because when you texted us, I thought you bought Oni, the uh, the yeah. Rockstar and Bungie venture. Yeah, no, I've uh, I saw that. Uh, I know we've talked about it before, and so I haven't played it. So I bought that. Okay. And then I also bought a. Uh, I also bought Steinsgate, which is a really, really well received visual novel that 
got its own like anime mm-hmm. series. Mm. Uh, and then uh, Danganronpa Trigger Happy. Yes, you bought it. Uh, it's on it's on my wish list, but I'm thinking I'm gonna buy it. Dude, one and two for I'm, thirty dollars. Typically, we'd spend thirty dollars on one of them. Yeah, yeah, so it's like buy one get one. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I have a couple. Of, I have quite a few other things on my wish list. Uh, I was looking at some of the forty nine cent games last night, and I kind of just like I don't even know what I would play with any of these. But I'm, pr- but yeah, I've just been I've just been looking at the sales list. Yeah, uh, I've got a little bit of housekeeping here. Okay. Sure. These are comments from last week's show. All right. Uh, number one, mm. JD Brooks eighty three. I'm assuming this is your cousin, correct? Uh, yes, that's my cousin John. Are any of you disappointed that there was zero talk of a new JTT game at E3 this year? <laughs> now, John, here's the thing: we didn't get JTT, and I don't think that we will anytime soon. Yeah, the man is not verified. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we know um, him as Jonathan Thomas. We did get though. That really weird Elijah Wood yeah, experience. Yeah, I for, I, I'm surprised we didn't say anything about that. And last I feel week. like Elijah Wood <laughs> is a good substitute for J- Jonathan Thomas. Yeah, I'd say so too. Number two, this is pretty long here. Uh, we got something for everybody here. Okay. okay. This comes from Corey, Oni Walker. Uh, one, Shanae, funny enough, the 26th of June is when I moved in with my girlfriend last year. Aww. Best choice of my life. Aww. Number two, Ryan. If you are playing Evil Within on normal, you have to try Akuma mode when you unlock it, just because. Okay. Uh, I'm you not... also have to play the DLC. Uh. It answers so many questions, all caps. All right. Okay. So here's the thing about the Evil Within is I'm having a hard time getting through that game. On normal. Uh, well, <laughs> so, uh, Tom, you were watching me play it last week, and you were like, I'm surprised you can play this game. And I was like, well, it's easier with with someone around right i've been trying to play that game by myself and it's it's been rough number three i want a mini review for ukulele from tom exclamation point Corey, i'm working on a video review for it right now wasn't going to review this game but it will be specifically for you nobody else watch it (laughs) (laughs) make it a private video and just send him the link (laughs) and that's all all right right on uh yeah um but yeah i've been doing that uh packing so I've just been doing. So I just have a lot of games that once I finally get settled, I can play, and I'm pretty excited about. And then pretty soon after that, me and Bird are gonna start looking into PC stuff for me. Right on. Uh, I'm. I. It's. I think we're both getting ever closer yes. to to that. Uh, I. I was. I've been looking at my. Because uh, I have a separate savings fund specifically for my PC, and like I'm just watching the numbers go up. I'm like soon i'm just waiting till the night that i get a text from one of you saying i just downloaded this game and i can't get it to work what do i do (laughs) and then you're gonna ask did you unplug your controller first (laughs) uh oh shanae i've been meaning to bring this up to you for weeks and i keep forgetting i found an anime that i like (gasps) i have been looking at so many animes and i have like two of them so far that i think that you'll like anyway some of the ones you like I really, really like One Punch Man. One Punch Man is so good. It was on my list. Yeah. That that show is fucking hilarious. It's because it's so, I thought you would like it because it's satire. And yeah. It's so, and it's so silly. And I thought that you would like that the main character is so like, oh, it's on sale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, I watched an episode where uh, he gets in this like really like life or death fight with this guy. And at the end of the fight, all he can think about was the sale that he thought he missed. And I thought that was really funny. 
the dwarf was like, "What animal anime do you animu do you like?" Come on, spill the beans, which you just did. Yeah, well, yeah. So you'll hear it in like fifteen seconds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like Paranoia Agent. Which what is that about? It was on Adult Swim briefly several years ago. Um, the kid with the golden bat on the rollerblades. You never seen this? No. So it's real fucking trippy. Each episode is kind of its own self-contained thing okay. uh, with an overarching story that connects them all. Uh, it's really good. Hard to fucking find. You can't buy it digitally anywhere. Yeah. You know? It's just, yeah. But you can you can watch it on YouTube if you don't mind watching your episodes broken up in half, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll check that out. Uh, yeah, I've... I You know, uh, I have been trying to be a lot more receptive to the medium as a whole. I like One Punch Man, and I'm hoping that there are others that I can... What are you doing? Oh, sorry. There was, hair, there was Jasper here on you. Okay. Jasper's my cat. Mm. Oh, yeah. Jasper's the cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I've been playing a shitload, a shitload of Darkest Dungeon. Holy shit. It's so good. Stop also, saying stop saying the S word, Ryan. I'm sorry. Uh, I should Royal, stop cursing on the internet. Uh, <laughs> Royal Spider Stream says hi. Hi. Hello. What's up? Uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Darkest Dungeon. Like I've, I finally feel like I fully understand that game, and it is just so. It's just. It's really got its hooks into me. Like I can't stop playing it. Oh, there's so many new mechanics. I don't. I think I would have to relearn it when I starting to play it again. Because I I subscribe to a Darkest Dungeon subreddit, and like seeing all the new posts or the new mechanics, I'm like I don't even know what this is. Yeah. So I'm probably better than you at the game. Probably. At this point. Yeah. So and I like and that's part of the <gasps> enjoyment for me. Oh, so I know. I also uh, got Stardew Valley. Fuck yeah. 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 You haven't played it yet. No. Mm. Get ready to lose a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's a. I mean, that's a pretty good Otomi for you. I mean, it basically is. Yeah, yeah. there but, is relationship uh, but... building and all that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and oh, there's one thing I wanted to say. Also, uh, Royal Spider sa- uh, stream says, "Why can blind people not go skydiving? Because it's scary for the dog." And then there's emotes. Right on. It's a good joke. Uh, last week I referred to Anthem as. Uh, Microsoft's uh, Destiny. Mm-hmm. What I should have said was EA's Destiny. Correct. Yeah. Right. I was wondering why I said Microsoft, but yeah, EA's Destiny. So I wanted to correct myself. Well, while I was to be fair, Microsoft showed more of Anthem than EA did. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, that's all I've been doing this week. I haven't really, I've literally not played anything else. I am excited because uh, Elite Dangerous is coming to PS4, and now I can talk to, like, now I can talk to more than just you guys about it. So that'll be fun for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, Shanae. Yes. What do you want to talk about this week? Um, I, I wanted to talk about video game conspiracy theories. Okay. Do you have some? Uh, yeah, get your tinfoil hats ready. Okay. So, uh, I think Pokemon probably has, like, the first ones that I really remember ever hearing. Uh, mainly the, uh, do y'all remember hearing about the Lavender Town one? The suicide thing? Uh, suicide or illness. Like, Mm. Japanese kids from, like, 7 to 12 were getting, like, sick or committing suicide when they got to Lavender Town. Okay. Because there was notes that adults couldn't hear. Okay. Um, and probably another one... None of this is fact, by the way. No, no. These are all, like, conspiracy theories, urban legends, myths, 
things that are that that because of a fandom exist. When did that? Uh, when did people start talking about that? Because I've never heard of this. Um, probably in the early two thousands, mm. because it was because it was for Pokemon Red and Blue. Okay. And it was before it came over to America. Okay. So apparently they made the music for the American version more docile. Okay. So was was it was this rumored to be happening in the states or Japan? Japan. Okay. So it happened. In, it was like Japanese kids, not American kids. Okay. Yeah, you can actually read up on it. It's, it's interesting. I don't think there's any validity to it. Oh no, not yeah. at all. Uh, another one that I thought was like always thought was pretty fun uh, is uh, the that. Uh, Pokemon happens after a giant war in the Kanto region, and that's why there's so many training centers and hospitals, why a lot of the adults that you see um, are people that could not have fought the war, like the hiker guy being really fat or really old, um, like or women. A lot of people in charge are not much older than you. Also, when you meet Lieutenant Surge, um, he says that electric Pokemon saved him from the war. Okay. Or saved them in the war. Mm. And so it was like this whole thing that like in the Kanto region, that's that's why there's no adults really there. And that's why your your dad isn't around and then your rival is an orphan and his like grandpa raises him. Okay. Can I, can I, can I ask you a real quick question? Are all of these conspiracies Pokemon related? <laughs> I do not know a tremendous no. amount about Pokemon. Yeah. No, I say I, I was just going on. Uh, yeah, I was just going on like what the... the First, kind of like yeah. game, yeah. like a lot of them have multiple ones. Do you remember? Did you hear about these? Like as these uh, rumors or whatever you want to call them came about, did you hear about them as they were happening, or did you hear about them later on? Some of them I heard later on, and some of them uh, I heard like at the time. The Pokemon ones I heard at the time. I right. remember like kids on the playground talking about it, yeah. and in the early days of the internet, like, it floating around, <clears throat> yeah. and people saying like, "Oh, there's like a, there's a web page for it, so it has to be real." Yeah. Well, back then, back then you couldn't lie on the internet, yeah. so I mean. That makes um, sense. You guys remember the PS2 thing with Saddam Hussein? No. So, like, Saudi Arabia had been importing, like, a significant amount of PlayStation 2s. Oh, yeah. And it was thought that he was using them for, uh, like, missile guidance or something yeah. like that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Trying to build a supercomputer out of PS2s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which. I didn't hear about this one. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, PlayStation 2, man. Yeah. All that power from Sony, you know. Yeah. All that missile guidance power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> Control it with the fucking right analog stick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I remember I remember uh, hearing about that. Yeah. Uh, man, how long ago was that? That had to have been... Well, he was still alive. Yeah. PS2 was in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, let that date the story for you. You know, I haven't, like, I don't really ever... Maybe it's because I'm not looking for them. I don't ever really hear like any of these, any of these weirdo crackpot conspiracies. Uh, mostly, mostly the stuff that I hear about is like rumors about game releases or something like that. But like never something that bleeds over into, you know. Yeah, I don't know a lot of them either. Like I know the Hussein one. I know the Polybius one. Like those are two very popular things. Well, not, should yeah, I, not do you know? Do you know Polybius? I do know Polybius, yeah. mm. but there might be. Uh, but just to go over it. Uh, it was an arcade cabinet that was supposed to be kind of a data mining thing for the government. Uh oh. And there were like 
Because this is the one, right? Where yeah, the, it's a game like, that is not. It's never been proven that this game ever actually existed. Yeah, they said there are that, arcade owners from that time period uh, that are like, yeah, I had that game, but like, there's no proof that this game was a real game. Yeah, yeah, but it's like in hundreds of different like pop culture things, you can find references to Polybius. Does that ever make any allusion to like what kind of game it was? I don't know. I don't know. Because I always imagine it was. Like just based on the name, I imagine it was some kind of, like, like some kind of uh, space invaders sort of game, like one of those old school shoot 'em ups. Yeah, that's what I imagine. But I mean, uh, there's I no mean, way there's, to know. There's also, I mean, y'all probably heard of this one, the the ET game cartridge. So like how the ET didn't, uh, didn't sell really, really well, so they just like put yeah. them all in a landfill. I mean, that was rumor until just a couple years ago. Yeah. when that was proven. Yeah, you know, they dug them up. Did you uh, know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a documentary about it. Yeah. Oh, man. There's I like totally a behind few thousand time. thingies in there. Ernest Klein is in it. Like, they go out to New Mexico. They dig them all up. Yeah, oh, yeah. dang. I feel so behind. Yeah. I did, I heard about it, but I didn't think it was a real thing. Oh, yeah. That's real. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, uh, but to be fair, most of the stuff... It uh, wasn't just E.T., but yeah. Yeah. To be fair, like a lot of the time when we talk about that sort of thing now, when we talk about how bad a game is now, a lot of it is, is heavily laced with uh, hyperbole, but... That was so I can I can certainly see how someone could uh, listen to that and be like that that's probably an exaggeration but no it's well I mean totally the fact thing. that like E T alone caused the crash that is not the case yeah. and no. E T was not the only game or Atari product buried in the, in the New Mexico desert you know? well I mean it was like a it was <clears throat> a uh, it was a a piece of a larger problem sure. Um, yeah. Also, the Doif was wondering if we've seen Wonder Woman and was it good? I saw it, it was great. I've not seen it, but I want to see it. Did not see it. Yeah. I was saying that we should go to the movies together sometime. Yeah. We do not like you. And that's I'm glad <laughs> that you chose to reveal that <laughs> on camera. Um another uh another one was the um uh there's a, there's a bunch of Final Fantasy ones too about how we're all connected. Uh one of the more recent ones uh, that is not Final Fantasy, but I did think it was really fun hearing about was the the PT conspiracy theory about how it's like uh like the killer, the baby, and the ghost in that demo are uh. like representations of like Kojima and Konami's relationship. Yeah, there's so much of that. Fought like. Uh, as far as PT and and Silent Hills and uh, fucking Death Stranding are concerned, like the Death Stranding trailer, people were like, "Oh, those five figures, each one represents one of the Metal Gears and all that." Yeah, like, there's a bunch of that shit. Yeah. Um, and of course, as elusive as Kojima is, he's, I mean, he's he's never. I don't know. Did he ever speak on that? I don't know. I mean, we know that the baby swap is something that he did intentionally. Yeah. But mm-hmm. other than that, I don't know. Mm. Um. I don't, he's a weird motherfucker, man. Yeah. yeah, and he has to be because, you know, that's how you keep things interesting. Um, and I mean, I don't know that I don't know that I have heard a whole lot uh, over the over the years because again, I don't really listen for this sort of thing. Um, but now I'm starting to feel like I should because some of these because because first of all that that Pokemon one is pretty dark. Uh, yeah, there's with the, a, with the suicides and there's a lot of really dark ones. One of them being the limbo game, because um, you see your sister at the end of it. 
Mm. Uh, we and don't know it's your sister, but you well, see a female. Yeah. See a female. Is that the conspiracy theory? Uh, the, the, the theory is that y'all are playing in a treehouse, mm-hmm. and in a fit of rage, you pushed your sister over and killed her, and then you saw it and like jumped out of the treehouse yourself to kill yourself, and that's why both of you are in limbo. Which is dumb, like because like it's like it's like, it's, it's tinfoil. It's it's yeah. it's reading way like, too much that. has come out and said for both limbo and inside that like the. There is no, like, tight story to it. It is there to be left up to your interpretation, mm-hmm. you know? Also, that sounds like a really flimsy premise for that game, so I'm kind of actually glad that's not, like, official or anything. Um, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't really the, have... Another one is uh, with Legend of Zelda and Majora's Mask. So the game uh, is apparently Majora... Oh, the haunted one? Uh, the haunted one? Oh, we can get into that one if you want to talk about it, because that, that one's pretty fun. The one that I was talking about is Majora's Mask being uh, the five stages of grief because when you lose your friend Navi. Okay. And like and apparently like as the story goes on like each one is in order of like the you know bargaining acceptance blah blah blah. That's funny because there's a similar one for WoW that says WoW has all the seven circles of hell. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Never heard that. Yeah. Mm. I mean I don't know enough about WoW but yeah. Apparently that's a thing. I'll just look that yeah, up. Yeah, and the Doif was asking about Ben Drowned, so do you want to... About what now? Ben Drowned, the Majora one. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I mean, I know like there's uh, some cursed Majora's Mask cartridge. So yeah, it was, but... a blank Majora, it was a blank cartridge with just Majora written on there. And whenever you, the person like booted it up, like there's only two files and it says Ben Drowned on it. Yeah. And then if you type, go and went on the Ben, there was like a stone Link statue that literal Goofy would follow you around. Mm-hmm. And then, like, sometimes it would just, like, catch on fire. But that was, pr- that was like, the- they came out with that one and said that, like, it was all, like, the- they programmed it and they- it was all fake and just yeah. kind of, like, shots of different stuff. There's but, a lot of weird but shit with, like the- that, But man. with that, there was, like, some other things that was added to it, I feel like, in the lore. Uh, or m- maybe not. I don't, like, I'm not remembering it super in-depth, but, like, he tried deleting it, but it just kept popping back up. Well, even, like, Ocarina, there's been... Uh- People swear up and down, and there's been fake images produced that you could win that foot race against that dude, and like you can't. It's fact you cannot win that race. You know. Um, another one is that in like I remember, uh, like for a more lighthearted one, uh, for the original Laura Croft, that you could the naked code. Do the naked code. See those she, sweet boobs. And all you would do is, and then you would get the, and then you would get, all she would wear is her gun holster and guns, and that nice. was it. That's hot. Um, and there was uh, another one with the uh, yeah, those those, those what, nipples on top. That of those was not real. I don't remember though. which pyramids. Com- I don't remember which Mortal Kombat it was. It may have been the first one that you could put a code in and the blood would appear because they had to take the blood out. Yeah, the blood code. Yeah, that's, that's only for the SNES version, correct? Uh, and the SNES and Genesis, right? Um, yeah. Mortal Kombat, the the series early on is kind of full of that kind of shit. Like noobs I bought came around from that. I believe Smoke did. Uh, I know for a fact that uh, Scarlet did, yeah. you know, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like they've turned a lot of their the, the 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 Mortal Kombat guys have turned a lot of the myths into reality. Yeah. I so uh, Freak Google Two says hello, guys. So hey, hey. guys, hey. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, you brought you mentioned the blood code. I actually like I immediately remembered actually sitting in my living room as an as a seven year old putting that code in. Oh yeah. Oh man. Going back to Pokemon. On Nintendo or- it was sweat, you see. Yeah. Well 
I don't know if it was sweat because it was white. It's supposed to be sweat. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's really nice. For Google Two says Selby the first minute. I don't know what this is about, but it's but it is a panel. It seems impressively professional. Thanks. You are sorely mistaken. Yeah, <laughs> but we're happy to have you. Yeah, thanks for joining We'd us. We like to pretend real hard. Uh, but oh yeah, going back to Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, different ways to get Mew. There are so many myths and like childhood word of mouth on how to get a Mew and a Mew two in the original uh like green uh blue red and yellow. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Oh. I do not know a lot about Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, that's I how do you, not that, know that's, much that's about Pokemon. That's also how you know that Tom is tuning out because he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, legendary Pokemon. Yeah, it was just like everybody wanted one. It was super fun. Uh, I remember there being a lot of those just kind of smaller ones that just seemed regional uh, as far as like, oh, you can do this in a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have nothing to contribute to that because I like like Tom. I know very little about Pokemon. I know that it's I, I know that I think it's neat, but I know a lot about Pokemon lore or anything like that. Are you responding to comments with text? Uh, yeah, some of them. Huh. that's weird. <laughs> it's a little strange. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, Tom, I actually really specifically wanted to get your input on this. So, uh, I. I forget how to not to pronounce it. Is it Joseph? Yes. Joseph I Ferris. Think so. Joseph or something Joseph like that. Joseph Ferris. Yeah. Okay, so uh, he was showing his game. Uh, he was showing off his game uh, at E3 a couple weeks ago. A way out. A way out. Uh, you know, uh, he did a he did a whole stage show for the game, and um, but when specifically referring to the console release, uh, the console versions of the game, um, he made comments about how uh, the PS4 could be referred to as a five-year-old PC right. and that, in general, consoles were kind of holding video game development back. Uh, and, of course, that of course ignited a lot of, a lot of conversation around you know, the parity between PC and console and whether or not that is actually the case. Uh, and I actually really wanted to see what you thought about that. Okay, so... <laughs> so there's a few a few things here. One, for those that don't know, uh, Hayes Light Studios, which was not known at that time as Hayes as Hayes Light, yeah. uh, also developed the game Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, critically acclaimed, extremely good game. This game came out on PS3, Xbox 360, uh, and PC. Right. Um, I think has now been ported to PS4. I think I'm not sure. Mayhaps. Uh, a couple of important things to note here. One, that game was most successful on PlayStation 3. So mm-hmm. this is where he's making his money. Right. Okay. Uh, two, that game, he's talking about power and how consoles are holding back what games potentially could be. Right. right? If everything was as powerful as a PC, oh, we could make all these fantastic fucking experiences, which I don't think that there is no truth to that. I think there is some truth to that. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, if you look at the numbers, the people that own a PC that is as powerful as a current-gen console is very, very small. Yeah. A lot of people own PCs. Not a lot of people own a PC that can play graphically demanding games. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Brothers is a game that has since been ported to iOS, Android, and Windows phones. Right. That's how powerful that game is. Yeah. You know, that's how demanding that game is. Sure. That it can run on your phone. Yeah. Um, 
like I said, yeah, if everybody had PCs that met those requirements, I could see that argument. But like PlayStation is where he made his money. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was available on other platforms, but that's where he made his money. Right. Um, not to mention a way out is going to be on PlayStation consoles. It's going to be on Xbox consoles and it's going to be on Windows and it will perform better on PlayStation 4 than it does on any home console other than maybe the Scorpio, mm. you know? Um, uh, Free, uh, Free Google 2 said there's an inherent difference between Brothers and A Way Out, mostly because A Way Out has a fatal flaw. I believe Yahtzee spoke about it too. The fact that Couch Co-op has a very, very real chance of breaking the immersion that the story-based adventure provides. I get that, but like he's going around E3, all the behind closed doors vents for a way out, even though you can play it online, he is telling people, we want you to play this couch co-op. Creator's intent is for it to be played couch co-op. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I do agree with what he's saying, that yes, if everybody across the board had this, this powerful hardware, that it would be, yeah, obviously that, that does hold games back. I'm sure it does hold certain games back, right? Right. There are certain games, there are PC-exclusive games. That could not run on home consoles. There's no denying that. Um, I just think that, one, he is kind of biting the hand that feeds. Um, and two, like, his previous games were, were not anything that, were, that was very demanding. Right. You know? Don't, be, don't get me wrong. Brothers is a fantastic game. It's fantastic. Uh, but you could run that on a potato. Yeah. You know? So... But, um, what do you feel about what Free Google is saying, though, about the... About the couch co-op uh, breaking the immersion for story-based adventures. So I think that what he's uh, what he might be referring to, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, the I think one of the concerns with a game like this, where uh, it's pretty much you you really need to play this with another person, mm-hmm. it's it. This is an only a multiplayer game. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the thing is that someone who doesn't care about the story could totally you know, fuck, just want to fuck around the entire time and kind of mess up the story for right. you if you do care about it. Uh, from what I, from what I could see, you know, uh, with like, there'd be a point where, uh, someone would be locked in a cutscene, and the other person wouldn't be, and they were free to move around their character. Right. And they are, and they we know that from the, from the stage demo. They and are. then, so they're, what they're doing. And then, so you have someone like running around, like doing like silly shit in the background, yeah. kind of ruining the cutscene for you. I mean, so. I, I, I can totally uh, agree with Google him. Google 2 says, yes, you get me, mate. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I totally agree. It totally can break the immersion. But I, I see why, like, it's a natural progression of Brothers, right? Brothers was a game where you controlled two characters. Two brothers. By yourself. Yeah. Two brothers, right? At the same time. You, you control two. Like, so I could see, like, it being an evolution of that. Sure. Um, uh, I think it's an interesting experiment. I think it is the third most interesting thing we saw at EA's conference. Uh but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have high hopes for the game, but I could I could see it breaking, like not being as immersive as just you know. But I also could see with the right person it being better. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, if, but yeah. like I know if me and Ryan are playing it, well, like one of us is going to be fucking around doing some stupid shit. You it's, know? That's just kind of how things. It's go. like when we played uh, Resident Evil Revelations two together. Like, yeah. <laughs> we did some uh, dumb shit. You know. Me and Berto playing together. Uh, he's going to be wanting to just stick and go through and do the most direct route, and I'm going to want to look around and see everything. Yeah. Sure. And I'm definitely going to be pissing him off when we play if we play it. Together. I mean, you know, despite. His opinions on, on things, and despite the the what could potentially be problems with this game, I do I am still excited for it. Yeah. Uh, 
So, and that's it. Those statements kind of highlighted another thing for me. So we saw, uh, so uh, Microsoft kicked off their conference with uh, with the unveiling of the Xbox One X, um, and one of the things that one of the th- one of the big selling points is how great those games look on uh, on that console. Now, like looking back at a way out and the comments made about that, like what exactly is it that you're trying to do that you know that consoles are stopping you from doing like are is it a graphical thing because yeah it's a power thing so is that a better processor and a better gpu you can accomplish more right and if you want to sell your game across all platforms which who doesn't right sure you want to appeal to the broadest audience that you can of course you're going to make a game that is capable of running on those lesser platforms right so here's the thing though is that the big selling, the big thing that we talk about, that we seem to talk about a lot, is uh, with with where power is concerned. Anyway, is how great everything looks. Mm. And the Xbox One X, they were talking about like, look how great Madden looks, and look sure. how great Forza looks on this thing. And you know, and I've I've long felt that that was never really the place where we needed the innovation. I think it is, and it's not uh, early early current gen games that spanned both both generations right uh things like far cry 3 um far cry 3 or far cry 4 far cry 4 4, right uh came out on 360 ps3 uh ps4 and xbox one right right and i think this is the best example that i can give of this you're playing the same game across all platforms right right you're doing the same things mechanically the game is the same uh on the PlayStation 4 version and the Xbox One version, if you're gliding over a, a heavily wooded area and you look down at trees, uh, they look like trees. Sure. On the 360 and PS3 versions, when you're doing the same thing, you look down at trees and they look like X's. Right. Because they are not modeled the same. Right. Because that hardware cannot handle it and being modeled the same. Right. Does that change the game uh, as far as mechanics go? No, it does not. But it changes your experience and your enjoyment of that. And the, yeah, it's just a visual thing. But games can look ugly to the point where it makes it less enjoyable. Right. Uh, Free Google 2 says, especially, uh, as a dev, I can confirm how bad the entire uh, quotation's power argument is. Right. Especially for AAA devs. Their reliance is solely on graphics these days. Sure. That and UI slash UX. Uh, gameplay mechanics just simply do not get the same importance anymore. Right. Right. Even something not- like Resogun. Uh, Resogun was released on PS3, PS4, and Vita. Uh, it's the same game mechanically on PlayStation 4 as it is on Vita, but that game is not as enjoyable on, on a Vita. Yeah. You know, it's not. Yeah. And that's kind of uh, what Free Google was saying is kind of like what I was Free getting. Uh, that's kind of what I was getting at is that like graphics are always at the forefront and but you know doing new and innovative things with mechanics isn't isn't really looked at in the same way right uh and that and that's kind of where i was hoping that's what kind of where i'd like to see more innovation is in you know you know more interesting and novel game mechanics you know because i think that we're recycling a lot of those same things and just making them look pretty every time did you see this new oculus controller that came out no straps to your hands and can read like individual digits mm. and i think that's really fucking neat uh i the only game i've seen it played with is the fucking star trek bridge crew game sure mm-hmm. which looks fucking dumb to me mm. uh but uh i didn't see it i think that that is something that 
has potential to change gameplay mechanics, right? We, we, uh, games like Farpoint. Farpoint is a first-person shooter exclusive to PlayStation VR, and it is not a good first-person shooter if you played it like a regular first-person shooter. Sure. Uh, as far as VR goes, it's probably one of the better FPS games out there. Um, I don't know. VR has not taken off the way that people had hoped that it would, right? Sure. This is the second, second rodeo. Right, but I, I do think that that is where you'll see more gameplay innovation. And I don't think it, it necessarily needs to be tied to tech, but it often is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, what were we saying, Shanae? Oh, I was going to ask him to describe the Star Trek thing or how it plays since I didn't see it. So I neither neither of us have played it, but it's basically like... Well, yeah. Uh, so you're basically you and like I think four or five other friends are on uh, on the bridge of the Enterprise, and everybody has a different role. Like, somebody's on weapons, somebody's at the helm, uh, somebody's the captain. Like, you're all doing different things. And so you have to communicate with your friends to, like, do certain things, like fire the torpedoes or whatever. And that's the whole <laughs> that's the whole thing. But here's yeah, the thing, Free right? Google like, saying do not play that the Star Trek game. Oh, yeah, it looks uh, awful. looks he awful. He said uh, gave him nausea. But and like, also stated that VR is a new connect, but hey, they're still pushing it. But what I think is interesting is that, like, you know, with most VR controllers, whether it's the Move or the Vive or, or whatever it might be, you're going to push that button and you're clicking. And that's not a natural motion. And having your hand grasped at all times is not a natural motion. I Whereas see, with I this, ready to fight. you are pushing that button with your finger, with, with the finger that you decide to push it with. Sure. And yeah, like, that's... That's kind of gimmicky, sure, but I think that it could be implemented well. Same thing with Connect. Like Connect was hot garbage, I agree. Although it has been used in applications outside of gaming, uh, uh, like Paranormal Activity. It, it's, it's been used quite well, but like you know, there were good experiences on Connect. So that could not exist otherwise. Like oh. Double Fine doing uh, fucking Sesame Street Once Upon a Monster. Yeah, like it's a kids game right so it wasn't but the, like it worked hard- it worked well and the hardware like, wasn't the problem it was just what the implementation were, yeah yeah uh i'm gonna be thankful for all the videos of parents playing uh the connect just dances yeah or mm. connect dance like all the connect dancing games yeah uh those were great i loved those i have a great uh Berto's a great video of his parents doing it it makes me really happy but as far as like a gameplay mechanic standpoint like it doesn't have to be tied to tech we've seen we've seen a lot of innovation i mean just this year you know, just this year, Breath of the Wild, like, it's an open world game, but it, does, it doesn't it does play like other open world games, right? Right. Um, it's a lot more organic than quite a few open world games I've played. Yeah, I mean, even, even Far Cry, Far Cry 5 coming out, like, they're finally doing away with the towers. There's no more towers. Yeah. There's no mini-map. You have companions that seem like they might actually be useful. Yeah. You know, I don't know. You know, I, and that, that's the whole thing, too, is because we, we've, uh, We've lamented uh, quite a few times that uh, the jump between uh, last gen and current gen wasn't as big as the leap that preceded it, and and I don't know if that I don't know if these uh, these newer consoles, these the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro, if those are meant to kind of remedy that, but um, no, by absolutely the way. not. It's it's the same games. You're playing the same games. Right. You know. Uh, by the way, thanks for joining us. Later. Later. Uh, that's the thing too, is like the comment that consoles are holding back, like game development as a whole, like the only thing, the only way that I could see that is what we talk about before with, 
with the Xbox One X, and I guess by extension the PS4 Pro, uh, with you know the games can be played on both. Right. Uh, they might look better on some. Frame rate might be better on some. Yeah. Right. But, but like developers still have to make games that can play on both. It's still going to be a game that runs on both, right? So, you know, if if anything, it's like I don't think that it's a I don't think it's a console versus PC sort of thing. I just think that the whole console uh, ecosystem has kind of gotten a little bit more convoluted than it had been before. I mean, it has more to do with economics than anything else. Yeah. If people could afford you know, this high-end hardware, or if manufacturers could afford to produce it at a cheaper cost, then it wouldn't be an issue, right? Right. But... Yeah, uh, Google was talking earlier, but when we got the original Oculus Dev 2 kit, we made a few prototypes on it, and the only kind of games that actually worked with it were horror slash experience games. Yeah. And he says that the only thing consoles hold back are uh, graphical fidelity, and it ends there. I wouldn't say that that's the only thing that they hold back, though. Like, yeah, that's probably no. a big part of it, but, like, frame rate, while it is a graphical thing, it also isn't. It's also a gameplay thing, depending on what you're playing. Certainly. You know. Uh, like fighting games? Fighting games, but, shooters, things of that yeah. nature, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think that... You know, people are psyched for Destiny 2 to come to fucking Battle.net because it's uncapped. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think that's necessarily a huge thing. It's fucking Destiny, you yeah. know, but, like, still. Yeah. Uh... And that, that was another thing too, because you were talking. You mentioned uh, Far Cry Three and uh, how it was uh, it was a cross generation game, right? Uh, same with Destiny, uh, you know, the first Destiny, I should say. To an extent, it was up to a point. These last yeah, couple of they, releases, they stopped supporting it. Yep. Yeah. Um, but at launch, you know, it was a it was a cross platform game, and 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 I'm and I'm having to wonder, you know, because I played Destiny on uh, PS4 and. I can't help but think that my experience would have been quite similar on PS3. I'm sure you're probably right. Like, I don't feel like I would have noticed a whole lot of difference. Yeah, there. I'm sure you're right. Um, and you know, there are games that there are games that I had owned on uh, on the previous generation consoles, and maybe are like a remastered version came out. Mm. Uh, and I've I've owned up to it in the past that you know maybe it's just me and I just don't have quite the eye for this sort of thing. Like for example. Uh, DMC, Devil May Cry. Yeah. Uh, I bought that on 360 when it came out back in 2012. Or was it 2013? I can't remember. But I bought it back when it came out. And then I bought the remastered version um, on PS4. And I can't tell the difference. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. I think it really depends on uh, how they're doing the port. Yeah. Right? Because a lot of times it is... It is just that. It's a direct port. Yeah. Right? And I think with DMC, it kind of was. Uh, whereas something like... Like we saw the trailer for uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Right? Yeah. And the first thing you see is a Blue Point splash screen. <laughs> sure. And Blue Point is known for doing extremely good uh, ports and definitive editions and remasters and things of that nature. Right. And you can tell... You can easily tell from looking at that trailer. Sure. That at least that trailer yeah. looks way better yeah. than than Shadow of the Colossus. Now, will, will the game? I'm sure it probably will because of the pedigree of the studio that's handling it. Right. But yeah. Uh, it's really funny. Uh, Google too mentioned Shadow of the Colossus before. Yeah. 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 Was, yeah. Uh, before you said anything. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh God, that looks so good. 
And I here's the thing, that that is technically a remake, right? I don't believe that they're using pre-existing assets. No. That, I could be wrong, that, but I don't, I don't I believe mean, that, that looks, they are. That, that looks like all new assets. Um, and they're, you know, what I'm hoping for, more than a graphical upgrade, because I don't think the old game looks bad. No, I mean, looks, by today's standards, it doesn't look I, great. I, no, I feel like it still, I still but, feel like it holds uh, up. But. <clears throat> you know, like, those... You know, Studio Japan's uh, Team Eco specifically, their their control schemes do not hold up. Yeah, sure. You know, so, like so that they, maybe that's what they need. Yeah, to, if if they could work uh, on something like that. Yeah, or bringing the other Colossi in or or whatever, like that'd be cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. People saying that they've changed every uh, texture there uh, in there, and they will be pro- using the same gameplay. Otherwise, the community will go mad. I'm sure he's probably right. Yeah. They said that they might change the control scheme, though. It's yeah. not the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, but you can't make everybody happy. No, that's definitely, that's very true. Yeah. I mean, I mean here's the thing, if, if they add in the other Colossi, which we knew about since the first release of this game, yeah. if they add those in, there's still people that'll be, that'll be pissed about it, you know? Yeah. New content! Yeah. I mean, no! like, that's kind of the, that's kind of the thing that no! you run into with with doing any, uh, any kind of work on an existing franchise, especially one as as revered as that one. It's like the Return to Arkham Collection, right? People were pissed because, oh, it's it's brighter now. Mm. it's brighter now and you know batman games should be dark and like yeah i can agree with that but like textures it's brighter so you can see these better textures now yeah. you know i don't know cool i mean nothing's stopping you from playing the darker game yeah and i'm also kind of wondering it's like and you always say that you say that a lot with re-releases and things of that nature like that people get pissed about like it's not like the original games disappeared yeah you, you know, know go <laughs> go get go get a ps2 or whatever and play <laughs> yeah I mean, there is, there's the internet now. You yeah. can buy a minute, you can buy it and get it delivered to your doorstep. Right. Nothing's so, stopping you from I'm wondering, money. like, with uh, Microsoft going with, uh, like, them expanding uh, what they're doing with the backwards compatibility to the original Xbox, like, and people seem really, really excited about that. And so I'm wondering if, like, is, is better looking games exactly what people want? You know? I don't know. Uh, you know, last week we talked about ukulele very briefly, mm-hmm. and how uh, Platonic came out and said, "Hey, we're making a successor to Banjo Kazooie," and that's what they did. And all these people that that are like, you know, it's it's not great. You know, maybe maybe Banjo Kazooie is not as great as you remember it because it's the same game. You remember it being awesome because at the time, yeah, that, that's what it was. I, yeah. I think it still is awesome. I think that ukulele is awesome. Uh, it's I, it's no better than Banjo Kazooie, but it's certainly not any worse. Yeah, so I mean, people if, just have fond memories of this shit and remember it better than it actually was. So, I know. think I think that's very fair, and I think that with I think there is a a really good portion of people that do want these better graphics. They do have these memories, these old games. Maybe they don't don't have the console anymore as well. I mean, they could go out and buy it, but still, yeah. maybe they want it all on one console. And there's nothing necessarily, and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong. of course and it's i don't think it's necessarily even an oversaturation of a market or anything like that like when instead they could be <clears> making <throat> new games i think that there is quite a few people in our community or in in the gaming community professionally there's enough people around to make new content and make and then help with the nostalgia addicts that want their old game but there want it is. to look better. But like, you know, with the numbers that I shared last week or the week before on yeah, backwards 1. compatibility, 6. yeah, 1.6% of people that are actually using that service, um, you know, people say they want it, but no one's using it. 
Yeah. Uh, but what games did the original Xbox have that hasn't already made the jump to one of the newer consoles? Well, they specifically showed off Crimson Skies, which has not. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Phil Spencer, in an interview, when asked what games they were bringing, uh, dropped Fusion Frenzy. Oh, which which nobody else had talked about except for him in that interview. Yeah. So I wonder if he would just like spit it out, but you know, that's <laughs> that's apparently coming yeah. as well. Well we'll see, but yeah. uh I I uh, I don't know if, if I'm in the minority here, but I kinda thought Fusion Finish was garbage, so I think it's a good party game, but like Yeah. You know I had fun with it. I have fun memories. Don't get me wrong, I think that backwards compatibility is a great selling point, but like the numbers of the people that are using it is so so small. Like, you know, 1.6% of people with an Xbox One actually spending time playing those games, like, that's not a lot of people. Sure. It's not a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've I've dabbled in it, you know, here and there, but at the same time, you know, my... And I don't, I don't know... You know, what's, funny, what's funnier is that the, the amount of people that go on PlayStation 4 and purchase these games again to play them is higher than the people using the backwards compatibility. Right, which is bizarre yeah because like that's the thing too is that that has stopped me from from getting these games on from playing these games on ps4 is like because i i see the game in the store and i look over and i'm like i have the disc right over there <laughs> right, so, right. Like, like you're making me buy this game that i already own yeah. so you know and that's the thing too it's like i wanted to play the warriors on my ps4 because i didn't feel like hooking up the ps2 yeah and then i was like no nah, i'm not gonna buy that game again i already already kind of own it sure so uh, as a matter of fact, I have two copies of that game for some reason. But what I do think is good about this backwards compatibility in both forms, whether it's buying them again on on PlayStation or on Xbox, because on X- Xbox, I believe you do have the option of buying a digital copy. Yeah. Um, is that if you want to play these games and you still want to support the developer or publisher for a game that's fucking old at this point, it's one of the easiest ways to do so. Yeah. yeah. You know. But you know, I. You know, I don't really, you know, I don't think that, but my, the reason I brought this up and I, and is just that I don't think that, uh, I don't think that console hardware is holding, is really holding the industry <laughs> back, uh, at least not to, at least not in the way that, you know, has been claimed. Yeah. Uh, I think, but, I think that it's more, uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, you can finish. Just oh, anyway. Um, I think it's more, uh, a lack of innovation than anything is in the on the software front. I mean, I think that there's development teams that are very innovative. I think that here's the thing, right? Even if all platforms were equal, sure, and way more powerful than they are now, right? Let's say they're two, three times more powerful than a high-end PC, mm-hmm. right? That's still more time, resources, and money that goes into developing these games, right? And how much? You know, how long does a development team want to spend making a game? And how much money do they want to spend making a game? And how much money do you want to spend purchasing that game? Ask Team Eco. You know? Well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, it remains to be seen if if, uh, The Last Guardian is profitable yet or not. Yeah. You know? We know Final Final Fantasy XV is profitable. Yeah. Oh, Uh, man. We do not know that about The Last Guardian yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... We talked about that game for months, and I didn't buy it. Yeah, mm. I said I was going to. I didn't. So you're not. So you're not. A, you're not a man of your word. Not a man. Not a man of my word. Mm. Um. Uh, but I. But uh, Freehold brought up the buy all the games you already own, like Skyrim, and then Todd Howard. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, and people will buy it. They, they people are gonna buy Skyrim. See, that is the they thing. Are. Is okay. So people, <laughs> okay. So people criticize. Oh, I got this ugly fucking Link outfit. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. Sure. Oh, yeah, I so, want yeah. that okay, Link. So I want that so Link outfit funny. so bad. It is so funny to me that there's so much criticism for Bethesda and how many times they've released Skyrim. There's so it's so funny to me for uh, the criticism that Ubisoft and Activision received for the annualization of their series. But the reason that they're doing it is because people are buying them. Oh, yeah, Ubisoft sure. came out and said it, right? Yeah. A couple years ago, they came out on stage and said, and, and they said, hey, we release Assassin's Creed every year because you buy it every year, and when you stop, we will stop. And that's what happened, right? Yeah. Unity came out. A lot of people didn't like it, so they took a year off. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I own two versions of Skyrim. No shame, because I want those. I wanted those mods. And I don't I mean, have a we've, PC. We've so. talked about it before. <laughs> I, oh, I, I think I've bought Minecraft like at least five times. Yeah, and when also I, when I buy this, when I buy the Switch, because me and Berto are going to buy the Switch. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely gonna buy. I only bought Skyrim once. I'm gonna buy it again for the Switch. Yeah, also, buy some more. Also, I have said many times on this show. Uh, that I own every version of Resident Evil 4 that has ever been released. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Which is like 30. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things, man. It's like you release a product and people come to expect a certain thing from you and you kind of get like, that's kind of where your head's at. And you like, people want to buy, play Skyrim. You know, it's a, it's a, at this point, it's a uh, five and a half year old game. Yeah. You know, but people are going to keep buying it. Uh, people are going to keep buying those Call of Duties. Yeah, you know, they say they hate it. People people say that Call of Duty sucks, but you know numbers don't lie. You yeah. know, and we and we've already talked about how they're great games. Yeah, I mean, objectively, they're good games. Like you know, no accounting for ta- like personal taste, but like mecha- those are mechanically sound games. Right. Um. You know, it's just it's just that's just the way the market works. You know. Uh. Oh, by the way, do you see the shit that they're going to be selling? I should have done this on the newscast that they're going to sell Modern Warfare Remastered as a standalone thing. Yeah. I'm, when they came out and made a big deal about how you have to buy Infinite look, Warfare if let you me want, s- if you oh want, if you want this game that you what really love, fucking we're going to hold it. Move. We're going to hold it ransom until what you buy this game. Move, <laughs> and it's like forty dollars. Yeah. For a what? How old is that game now? That game is ten years old now. Well, here's the thing: when you bought infinite warfare you got that version that included modern warfare remastered for free for 20 dollars more okay 20 uh timmy top deck says basic bitches rule the market true that is very actually true. that is that is timmy true top deck speaks some truth yeah. that is that is very true actually uh i mean as as somebody who's accepted my basicness mm-hmm. yeah but I mean, I, I, mean, know, I, I said, I we've keep, talked I keep about buying it many Siren. times before like you cannot deny whether you like call of duty or not you know, people talk so much shit about Infinite Warfare. It was one of the most disliked videos on YouTube. Um, it still outsold literally everything last year. Yeah. It's still within this current twelve-month period is sitting at number one. Yeah. You know, like like it's it's kind of hard. They're gonna to, make them. They're gonna make more. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna keep making them. You yeah. Know? You know, uh, there's there's not a lot of motivation for them not to do that. Right. You know, uh, and I feel like that that trajectory is not gonna stop. Anytime. I mean. There is going to, if it hasn't happened already because I haven't really kept up with Call of Duty like as a like I haven't played them in some time. Mm-hmm. I think the last one I played was <laughs> Ghosts. Um, but I mean, if it hasn't happened already, there will be a point at which that series plateaus. Sure, and maybe they'll take a year or two off, and yeah. then they'll but they'll come back. Yeah, you know, and that's the same thing that happened with Assassin's Creed. They got to the point where that series just fucking plateaued, and they're like, you know what, we need to take a moment to reassess this. They're gonna now they're gonna release Origins. Who know? I don't know if they're gonna go back to annualizing the series after that, but 
You I don't know. know. I mean, but we've talked about why Activision is at, at an advantage with a series like Call of Duty over something like Assassin's Creed in that they have three separate studios developing these games. Yeah. So each game has a three-year development cycle. Yeah. Instead yeah. of a one-year development cycle, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just the, you know, I know what I'm going to buy. Yeah. You know, I know what, I, I know what I'm going to spend money on. And, you know, and the, here's the thing, too, is that I'm not going to, like, if and when I do get a, a Switch for myself, I mean, I'm not going to buy the Skyrim version of it. I'm not going to buy the Skyrim, uh, the, the Switch version of Skyrim on that thing. But, like, at the same time, it doesn't bother me, really, that it exists. You know what? I'm not going to buy it either. But, like, I'll probably buy Street Fighter. Yeah. It doesn't, it's just it's just weird because like it doesn't bother me that that version is coming out. It doesn't bother me that another version of that game exists. It's just ah. and more people uh, there's other people who can who can play it on whatever whatever uh, platform they feel like. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh I mean me all three of us when we watched um uh the Sony conference and saw the or not Sony. What what which one did uh Assassin, was, was it a Sony that Assassin's Creed Origins Microsoft. Was, was Microsoft. We were all pretty excited about it and like what we saw. But talking, uh, talking to other people, they were just like, "Ugh, another one." And I'm like, "They, they took a year off." Well, that's but a, yeah, but like, I mean, I'm not going to buy that game. But that's because I've realized over the years that I just don't like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I've tried. I've bought several of them and didn't enjoy myself. So why, why spend the money to buy another? But if you are into that series, this looks like a pretty big departure for that series. Yeah, certainly. You know, I, it, I it just like. It doesn't bother me that that companies do that. Yeah, and I don't know if it should. I don't think it should, because why would it? But look, I mean, there's several knowns, right? We know we're gonna get more Assassin's Creed. We know oh. we're gonna get more Call of Duty. We know we're gonna get more Pokemon. Like these things are going to happen. Yeah. But uh, Free Google said Ubisoft conference. Ah, yeah. It was in. Well, yeah, it was shown at Ubisoft for sure because it's their game. But was it not also shown at Microsoft? I feel it was either Microsoft. I, don't I feel like there's a longer one. Yeah, Microsoft. Look, we literally watched everything, and, and it, it just it's kind of all—it's hard, it's hard it to keep melts it all together. Yeah. I—it's just a string of bad fashion, unplucked eyebrows. That's what—that's what you got from. That's those what Shanae took away from it yeah. was the bad fashion. I, I just get my get my cool guy non fitting blazer on. Yeah. Mm. Ugh. Yeah. You're grown men. Mm. Dress yourself well. Mm. Sinead, I think it could be argued that when you get paid as much as those guys, you can just dress however you want. Um, I I also, if they're going to be on... If Have you argued, seen Geo Corsi? It could be argued that... She hasn't seen him. She would have gone berserk if she saw him go on stage. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did not see Geo Corsi. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I guess so it goes, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think that's what we're, that's a good stopping point. Guys. Also, Timmy Top Deck agrees with me and says, hell no, dress up to present. All right. So Thanks, you, Timmy. You have okay. a friend. <laughs> uh, but for those of you watching, uh, thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure to do this for you guys. Um, if you want more content, you can actually find us on YouTube. We have a bunch of episodes on there as well. My name is Ryan Robinson. This is Tom Shelby. Goodbye. Shanae Howard. Bye, guys. This has been the Save Continue Podcast. See you next week.